0: Good morning, welcome back teachers and staff. I hope everyone had a great holiday break and a happy new year starting off 2021. Kind of interesting already. Uh, Let's keep it all quiet so we don't jinx ourselves for this upcoming year, because last year we all know was a complete disaster. Uh, So hopefully this year will be a little bit better and uh, yeah, we can move forward. I hope everyone's uh, surviving Thriving, we're getting into that third week of the quarter three. Time is flying by when you're having fun, or so they say. Uh, Let's get into it. Let's get into the speditorial podcast with Mesa Public Schools. Welcome to our podcast, our what? Our podcast, the Mesa Public Schools special education speditorial podcast. This will be like reading a newspaper, but you're not reading a newspaper because you're just listening. Listening to drop some jokes, (laughs) and drop some knowledge this will be entertainment for your ears now how is that for an intro nailed it t you can cut this out i look tired (laughs) okay welcome back i'm looking at myself in this video and i look exhausted uh, the weather doesn't help, I can tell you that. It's super cold. I did not move to Arizona to feel this cold. If I wanted to be this cold, I would have stayed in New York. Just saying. When I see my dashboard on my car that says 30 degrees out, not a fan of that. I don't think anybody else is either, but it is what it is. Heat helps. Uh, and they fix the heat in the Student Services Center building, which is nice because in Miss Baca's office, it is an icebox where we would wear jackets, gloves, and scarves just to keep warm. (laughs) So uh, yeah, let's get into those questions. And some of these questions are going to be kind of a repeat. That's all I'm going to say about it. Okay. So question five. Some information cuts off in the Plaf grid box. How can we fix that? Great question. I think I might have put out guidance on this, but to be honest, I can't remember. It was last year. So yes, some of the information, when you do a print preview in your IEPs, it will cut off in the grid box. There is a remedy, and that remedy is super simple. Generally speaking, you just hit enter, and when you hit enter, it should fix itself. There are There is a small percentage that it won't, and when it doesn't, just shoot me an email or give me a call or give Heidi, uh, the Synergy help, help Desk, a call, and we'd be happy to fix that for you. It does take a little uh, time and effort, so just give us a little, little time and be a little patient. That'd be helpful, um, and we'll get that fixed for you. Great question. Question four heard we were going through an ADE audit. What was the outcome? I can tell you this, the outcome wasn't great. Because <laughs> that's my job right now, I'm trying to fix everything and I, their, um, the teachers and psychs have received some emails within the district and one, they're probably not that happy and neither am I. Two, I want to thank them for their flexibility and their time and patience during this process because a lot of them had 60 day items which means if you have a 60 day item you have to fix that document within 60 days, and a lot of the items that were called out were in METs and IEPs, so we all know that um, when you do a MET, it takes some time to get, in, to get all that information, especially with the parent and from other uh, service providers and teachers, and then you do the IEP after. So some of those are a little over the 60-day timeline, uh, which ADE gave us some leeway, during COVID and all this stuff, they're understanding our predicament that we're in. Uh, We had a lot of outcalls for our LRE uh, because we forgot to put the why statement in there, but not necessarily forgot, it's just not in our synergy system. It doesn't say that in the statement um, when you're in section K and it's letter C where it says uh, extent to which student will not participate we don't have the Y component. So over the summer, T and I are gonna to get together and kind of revamp synergy just a little bit. We're not gonna to do too much with it, but we'll definitely add that Y component into section K LRE with letter C. Another area of concern, which leads us into our third question, which is uh, when are we going to get SDI training? And that's coming in SDI, all of our files were out. Uh, ADE is really specific as to what they are looking for when we are inputting our uh, specially designed instruction into the detail description box. So there are a few things that I'll just quickly mention and one thing they want is strategies. So in the dropdown, when you're inputting in the detailed description box, you really shouldn't use the drop down. The drop down's not great. It has a lot of accommodations, I think, and a lot of our team members think as well. So when you think of specially designed instruction, think of strategies that you are implementing as the teacher for that student to gain progress on that specific skill. So here's an example. Let's say there's a reading comprehension goal and you're inputting the specially designed instruction for reading comprehension. What does that look like for that student? So, example would be perhaps the teacher goes over uh, prior knowledge, maybe does a reteach of the previous lesson so that the student can remember what, the, what the, maybe the, the, the topic was for that week or the story was for that week. They could do chunking Maybe the teacher is using the student to highlight key words for comprehension purposes. Those are specific examples and that's what needs to really be spelled out. I know our teachers are doing it. They're just having trouble putting the thought to the paper. So just think of what you're doing for for your students and then nine times out of 10, you just put that into the IEP. It's kind of simple when you think about it that way. Another component that was missing um, is the sessions per week. So if we had an hour of reading comprehension for, week, for the week, what does that look like session-wise? So the parent understands. So does that mean, is there one session a week that's an hour long? Is it two sessions a week that are for 30 minutes long? And so on and so forth. So they really want that spelled out so that the entire team really understands when that student is getting that specially designed instruction. Training will be provided. I originally thought that we were gonna be doing training February, March, April, May uh, with the uh, mini-PDs, but my dear old friend, Lindsay Massey, forgot about me. I don't know how she could possibly forget because I am her bestest friend in the entire world, but she did, um, and that's okay. We are going to do mini-PDs for April and May, so there will be two sessions where teachers will be able to sign up and hear some of the verbiage that has been output from ADE and how Mesa Public School Special Education Department is going to move forward. In addition, I'm going to get together with Alyssa Gonzalez and we're going to take the presentation that we came up with and I'm gonna do a, a voiceover. Gonna throw it in the Canvas course, the Synergy SE Navigation and IEP Content Course and we're gonna break it up into smaller videos. I know that, you know, I get feedback like, I don't have time to watch the video. I get it. We're busy, but I'm going to do a video anyway um, <laughs> and I'm going to break it up for uh, each uh, section. So it will say uh, section G video. That way if you have questions on section G, you can just go to that video. It will be no longer than 10 minutes. I promise. I'm going to try to max it out at five. That way it's a really brief video and there's not too much content in there. That way you're getting the gist of the whole, Section G or Section H, uh, I, J, and K. Cool, cool. Question two. Oh, this is a great question. When are we to submit information into special education records? So typically speaking, after you hold a MET or an IEP, well, let me rephrase. If it's MET and an IEP, those two should really go together. You should submit those documents together. If it's an IEP, you should... Typically speaking, you have 10 days to get that information into the Special Education Records Department. That's not happening. As soon as you are done with your documentation, please send that in as soon as possible. You could scan it to me, you could scan it to your records clerk, you could uh, mail it to, or put it in the green bag that everyone has at at your school site. I do know that there is some inconsistencies with the mail, so if that's the case and you get an email from me, just say, hey, I put it in a green bag, it should be on your way whenever mail resumes. I know that's been a potential, not, actually it's not a potential, it's an issue that uh, Diane Scotto and I are trying to rectify just a little bit. If we don't get that documentation, you will get a lovely email from me saying, hey, we are missing X, Y, and Z. Where are we with this information? Did you send it in? Uh, and Diane Scottco is usually um, CC'd on that, on that email. So as soon as you're able, please send that documentation in. It really helps records department and gets our students updated in Synergy. Uh, when we don't get documentation, it does affect a few items in Synergy and state reporting. Uh, We have over 400 plus items that are missing from specific students and teachers even though I've emailed once or twice and then I'm going on my third time. So please get that information and do not hold on to information, I'm not understanding why we're holding information. That needs to be sent in as soon as possible so we can update our information here so it doesn't affect our state reporting. Yes! Okay, and then for our number one question, which, uh, yes, you see this face. This is not a happy face, even though I'm sort of smiling because I'm gonna use a lot of sarcasm. I've put this out a lot. I put this out last April, which April's far away, so I understand if we forgot that. Then I put it out in August, just as a general reminder, and then I did it again in December. Not to mention that I also put it into two podcasts. That's five times that I've discussed this. So the question is, <laughs> what needs to be included on a Met or and or IEP signature page? I'm just gonna sit here for a moment in silence with my eyes bulged out of my head. Can you see the whites? Can you see the whites? This is where Justin's gonna start tweaking out. Okay, so here's a mnemonic device. I was trying to work on it a little bit. It's not great, so don't judge me, and don't, you know, just roll your eyes, because I'm sure most of you are. Okay, there are five components. Think of it as a part-D, get it? Party, because it's a party. Everyone remembers a good party. (laughs) Or you can think of it as trapped. I'm trapped because I can't remember what to put on this. IEP or MET signature page, okay? So if you're going by the trapped, time, role, attendance, meaning how did they participate? Uh, Participant, the name, the date. If you're going by a party and you're thinking this is so much fun, think of it as participant, attendance, role, time, date. How do we like that? Okay, so I've also been talking with Dr. Reef. Uh, he's the psych at Stapley, and he also does some of our uh, residential treatment center uh, evaluations. And we were going back and forth yesterday as to how can we get teachers to remember. So those are two mnemonic devices, okay? I'm also gonna put a little ditty t- uh, together for you. I'll be right back, so hold on. Cut this party. Okay, so I'm standing up and I have my nice cape on because Dr. Reef got me this cape. So here's a little dance. I'm just going to turn around and this is going to be the party, okay? You need your participant, attendance, the role, the time, and the date. How's that for a Superman status? I know this is probably really corny, but he wanted to laugh, so I hope this made at least one person laugh. If it made one person laugh, I'm really happy about it. So, we got it. It's a party. You're not trapped because Superman is here. <laughs> so yes, I can be a little corny sometimes, but everybody needs to be a little corny, right? We're teachers, we get it. We have those dad jokes or those mom jokes that we think are really funny, and our students or our kiddos will just roll their eyes, You're like, oh, here here he goes again. Uh, So those are the top five questions. I wanna get into that podcast question that we had before break, and if we don't remember what that question was, it was, where can I locate information on bilingual interpretation, or better yet, where can I go to get documentation translated? answer is you go to our special education website and you log in using your Active Directory on the right hand side there is a button I believe it's the third one down that says interpreter translator you click on that there's a whole bunch of resources in there that Alyssa Gonzalez and her team put together kudos there's a nice flow chart as to how to do uh, or how to get started in that process if you need something immediate because sometimes we, we we do especially with our ADE audit we had a lot of immediate instances where we needed documentation in the fast, uh, a fast faster pace uh, and then if we needed if you need something for like maybe a hot case or like a high needs parent just put that in as a a comment and Alyssa Gonzales will get it and she'll get on that because she's amazing and the winner of the podcast question before break was Mark Covan from Mesa High School. He's the transition facilitator there. Congratulations, buddy. I expect a few emails on some jokes that you like to send me, which I really do appreciate, especially when I'm in my own head reviewing all of these IEPs. Um, a joke is much appreciated and it makes me laugh and get at my head a little bit. So congratulations buddy. You will be getting something in the mail. It's gonna be get, it's gonna get sent to Mesa High so check your um, your mailbox there probably in the next week or two depending on how our mail is being delivered. Which I put a request in to see what, what the issue is or what the holdup is with that. Okay. So, before break, I started a uh, a little segment, and it's a segment on positivity. So, I think there's just too much negativity in the world right now, so, if we can just talk about some positive things, I think that would be great. So, I'm gonna read two emails. The first email from Sue Ambrose, Medicaid specialist. She's here at Student Services Center. I'm just gonna read her email verbatim, uh, and here it goes. Okay, and thank you, Sue, for your for your words of Kindness. I I, I appreciate it. She says, you are correct about something. The world is too negative. Ayo. So I am going to drop some positive on you right now. I love it, Sue. I love it. I learned some stuff, so that's always good. I chuckled warmly. Always nice to do on a Monday. Agreed. Lucy Ashley is adorable, isn't she? She's so sweet. I am super proud that a student named Bianca won one of your grand prize games. Yes, Bianca from Carson. So I hope you're still listening. If I don't listen, I can't win a fabulous prize. True, can't. I missed your birthday and I'm sorry about that. Happy super duper belated birthday of happy early birthday, 2021, are you 35? Oh, to be 35 again. I am 35, this year I'll be 36. Not looking forward to it. I don't think birthdays should count. (laughs) <laughs> I noticed that your hair grows really fast. Checked out the growth from October to November, or maybe it was December. You are right. Look at this mop. It needs to be cut again. Also, because of all the questions, I don't know if you can tell what this little gray right here, I like to say that's from teachers. Just kidding. I dyed it. It's not from teachers. Uh, I, I Maybe I'm going through midlife where I'm starting to dye my hair now, so that's fun. Thank you for mentioning the transportation minutes issue we found. See, the MER query is a good audit, too. MER stands for Medicaid Expense Report. See, I told told you teachers that these things go into different reports and audits. It's not just me pulling stuff out of a hat. Or, I won't say that. Uh, Thank you for mentioning the IEP Medicaid sections that need to be used in the IEP and that they must match, yes. Thank you for reminding our case managers to add a timestamp to signature page of the virtually held IEP meetings and all five of the requirements for signature pages. See, I do put out information. It is not a Scooby-Doo mystery. See, people listen. You gotta listen. You gotta read and listen. Open up those ears. Get some Q-tips and clean it out. I love the phrase surviving and thriving. Sue, me too. Me too, Sue. I love... Surviving and thriving. And then she asked last but not least, and I don't know how she's late to the game, but Sue, you gotta watch it. She asked, who is Carol Baskin? What Carol Baskin? I cannot tell you who it is because I don't want to ruin the series. It's Tiger King on Netflix. It's kind of like a it well, one, it's a train wreck. Two, it's a documentary. It was my obsession during COVID. Sue, watch it so we can discuss it. Because it's really good. Okay. Next one we got from Miss Katie Copeland. She's over at Madison. Oh, and I love her because she's so great and she has great questions and she dropped some positivity too. I was watching the most recent SPED podcast at home when my husband walked through the room and asked what I was doing. I told him it's a special ed podcast. He's like, what? I told him that the district used, used to have a monthly newsletter with the same information. However, it was being missed by a lot of people because they didn't take the time to read it. Amen, sister friend. He thought the podcast was a very creative and innovative idea, especially in these days of virtual communication. Your personality and T's graphics are a great combination and fun to watch. We all love T. And educational, of course. I'm sure they are time-consuming to create, but as a viewer and fan, I love them. Thank you, Katie, and thank you, Sue. I appreciate your words of positivity. And before we leave, I didn't mention the next question. And the next question also, Mark Govan, could be a knock out of the park. Uh, It's gonna be an easy one. So here's the question. It has to do with alternate assessment form. That's an ad hoc. If a student qualifies for alternate assessment, you have to fill out that form. Here's the kicker. The alternate assessment form. We need that form. But the question is, for what grades do we need to have that form every single year? There's a, there's a grade span, and we I want that grade span, because there is some confusion as to when to fill out the form, because I get forms that are just done, the first page is just done, and then everything else is blank, and I'm like, well, it's not a testing year. Doesn't matter. Okay, doesn't matter. I just want the grade levels. What grade levels do we need that alternate assessment form? That might be a better way to answer, uh, ask that question. Ah. So that's your question. The eighth person in my inbox will be the winner of, with the correct answer, will be the winner of uh, that question, oh Jesus, I'm flubbing, T, what's going on? The winner, (laughs) you might have to cut a lot of this out. Okay, so the eighth person in my inbox with the correct answer will win that prize and will be announced on the next podcast. As always, thank you for listening. If you could subscribe, rate and review, leave a comment, or uh, send me a message of positivity and I'll give you a shout out on the podcast. Thanks for listening team. As always, I hope we're surviving and thriving. Be safe, be healthy. Uh, Thanks.